All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to another edition of OT. This is number five. I got the number right this time with Nastin Riggs. And today we got our main man, Hunter Brody, with us. This guy's jacked. He's got the headband going. I'm fucking loving this guy's style every time I see him. I want him on our men's league team, by the way, before we even get to anything else. I know you're in Williamstown. You're close by Hollydale, brother. We just lost championship game last night. First time we lost in a while. We need you. Well, look, I'll be there. Hollydale is where I grew up. Without Hollydale, I'm not even going down the road of juniors or college or anything. That's my bread and butter. I mean, Coach Key, <laughs> Coach Key banging his stick over my helmet back in the day. You know, I'm not getting that work ethic. So that's that's where I grew up. That's right, brother. We need you, man. We had the the Blue Devils are are good. They're we're good buddies with them. They're always good games, but uh, they won. They deserved to win. They were the better team, and uh, they pumped us all year. Last night's game was pretty good, though, Broads. But I was not on the sheets again. Ooh, Actually, nasty. I did have I had one helper. Dash. I lie. I had no. I might have been a dash, but I did have a helper. But nothing that really helped the team out. So anyway, those guys, congratulations! I promised I would. Uh, they were all over me in the bar last night. Oh, yeah. I said, "Can't wait to hear what you got to say this week." I'm like, "Fuck! I always give you guys props." And it, Riggs had a good excuse. He didn't make the game either. That probably would have helped us a little bit. You know, maybe a lot. Um, yeah. But anyway, Broads. These Flyers, man, ever since the coaching change, uh, basically, let's say the last five games, um, what have you seen, man? Uh, Nine out of ten points, not bad. Yeah, I mean, look, I I think this almost, and I hate to go down this road, but it feels like it was to be expected, lose ten and then get our emotions (laughs) back into it after losing ten by playing well. I knew when they were losing those ten games straight, though, that – 
even though it's ugly, it's like there's too much talent on this team for them to be going through this for an 82-game sample size. At some point, they're going to snap out of it and play a better brand of hockey, I thought. And a lot of it, not to make excuses, but when you're seeing Tampa Bay and Carolina and Florida every single night and you start to get beat and then there's a big snowball effect that happens, you lose your confidence and it kind of got out of control. But I knew deep down that they were not as putrid as they were showing and then they got a new voice in the locker room. Well, not really new, but, you know, steps in, has a different role in there and you try some different line combinations, Lindblom playing with others and JVR gets going. I, I, I always keep saying when I see players like JVR score and Lindblom score and then they win games, it's not ironic that when the depth of this team starts going and producing more, but then the team starts winning more games and when they were losing, those guys weren't producing. Now they are producing and they're winning. And, you know, there's a lot of variables, variables to all this, but I just see a more confident group. I knew that they were more talented than what, than what they showed, but a more confident group playing with some buzz, some energy, getting in on the four check, and sometimes they're even establishing the zone better. I don't know if that's an A-B philosophy of them trying to, you know, chip it in throughout and just try and, uh, you know, get in there and, and it just wasn't working as much. Now they have more confidence entering the zone at times. But all around, I just see a group of guys that are just playing with a little bit more swag right now. And I think that there's probably five or six different reasons why that is. Yeah, I 100% agree with you, Broads. And I think there's a couple of variables that you mentioned. Uh, uh, one being the honeymoon phase of the new coach uh, or the new voice. Uh, you know, we had Litz on last week, and I think everybody that's played hockey, once the coach gets fired, there's, there's kind of like that fire that's reignited um, for whatever reason. It's just, uh, just the way it goes. He said, like, you lose 10, you're expected to – you're going to win some games, obviously. And the games they've won um, have been against lower-tiered teams, right? So, you know, they're winning the games they should right now, and they're getting the points. They're finding their mojo. Uh, but eventually they're going to go into a run where they're playing high-level teams again, as you mentioned. So they're going to have to be able to keep this momentum going forward somehow and finding ways to win those games. Because you look at those last five, you know, they, they barely won in, in Vegas where Carter Hart stole them the game. I think they got a shot by 20 shots or something like that. And, that's a, and it's a good team. And then you've played four teams that are, again, bottom-of-the-barrel type teams and... Um, but the Flyers are looking good. They are executing. you got guys stepping up, as you mentioned. Um, a couple guys, uh, you know, Sanheim's plays improved. Uh, G's been consistent. But they are attacking. Um, they, they're absolutely attacking. They're breaking the puck out cleaner, attacking more on, on, on all parts of the, the ice. And um, they're finding ways to score goals. But they're, they're, they're exciting. And, and But they should be winning these games no matter what. And um, we'll, we'll see if they can keep this up because uh, – they got they got some serious competition coming up here down the pipe, and um, you have to win those games too. I mean, you have to keep closing down the closing down the uh, the, the the margin and, and finding ways to to stay to stay in the race as early as it is still. For sure. And, and I like what G said after the Ottawa win in overtime. He knows that there's so much more for this. Yeah, they're winning. And you're right. They snag a point against the Hab. That was a weird circumstance. No fans. And yep. you could see the team just came out flat and all. And once again, I'm not making excuses. I'm just objectively analyzing what happened there. You get thrown into that. And yep. yeah, it makes a lot of sense that a team came out flat. It's got to be a weird, very strange environment. But you grab the five out of the six points in the week or whatnot, and you're kind of rolling through it. And one thing I, I like right now is because 
when A.V. got fired, there was a lot of noise about, oh, how about Tortorella or how about uh, Bruce Boudreaux? And I don't mind Bruce and I don't mind Tortorella. I think that they're fine coaches. But this team was so fragile that I don't know if when you go out and get a lobby, <laughs> when you go get a torts, it's, yeah. it's this message that we're trying to get over the hump to go win that championship. And obviously they're in a, a mode after Chuck Fletcher's moves to win now. Don't get me wrong. But I, I thought Mike Yo staying there and the personality of Yo and hearing him speak at the original press conference there he learned a lot from his time in minnesota where he had a blow up and threw sticks over the, the 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 arena and whatnot i think for right now for where they are it's a good combination you need someone and i hate to say this but it's all around sports when you go from gabe kapler to the next guy you go from super soft to someone with a little bit more of an edge not that joe girardi isn't a player's manager but he is but when you go from hardcore you normally follow that off with a little bit more player friendly. And then when that doesn't work, you go to the hard message and then you flip flop back and forth. I just thought, and I'm not saying Mike, you Mike, I wasn't hard or anything, but I think my point of it is with how fragile that room was, yep. I kind of like the way Mike Yo is handling this from an overall perspective. His first couple of games, it's let's go win for the fans. You know, yeah. it's not too much yeah. pressure on X's and O's, this and that. Let's go win at home for the people in the building. Things like that, I think, goes a long way when you're losing that ugly like they were. Yeah, Broads, I, I couldn't agree more with you. And and you brought up a point uh, when you first started there about Oscar Lindblom. A guy like Oscar to me, and again, you know, I say this all the time, I was an equipment guy, not a GM, not a coach, didn't play the game, but around it a long time. Oscar isn't going to give you what you're looking for on the fourth line. Like he's got to play with skilled guys. He's a skilled player and he can shoot the hockey puck. And, you know, he's not scoring a goal a game since this happened, but but he has produced now, and he's gaining confidence with every game. Even a guy like JVR, you know, we know JVR put the puck in the net, but he's got to play, and he's got to play with more skilled guys to do that. Um, so I think that, that was a great point by you because uh, Yozy, I think he, he obviously sitting as an assistant coach running the D, saw that and made that change, you know. Um, and I think it's huge because uh, he's playing with G, and G's put points up like we you can't say enough about Claude's game uh, is is even through the ten game losing streak. I mean, you can't say Claude played bad. I agree. And you know, you to me, I mean, I, I have a soft spot for him, but I never yeah, can. I. I, I never <laughs> have. I can never tell you a game where I thought to myself, man, G just didn't bring it tonight. I'm not saying he had a great game, but he always shows up and he cares. And he, I think he gets a lot of flack here in Philly. Maybe not flack, but just doesn't get enough respect. Um, but it's yeah, but, I can't agree more with you. That face your expression. When he scores a big bingo, and he's yeah, like, right. that orange beard and just yeah. some <laughs> determination. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. It yeah. Is. How do you replace G, really? You know, like you know, people want to blow up the team or, you know, get rid of G before Christmas. I mean, it sounds like an easy thing to do uh, on paper. Uh, well, not, yeah, not but, but it's well, not. Man. It's like, how do you and, fill that yeah. hole? How do you fill True. that hole? Who do you replace the, him with? And with the no trade, obviously, the no movement clause and all that plays a role. When they lost their 10 game, though, their 10th game, yeah. I, I did start saying, like, not because I love G and he's amazing, but it's more of where is this franchise go? You know, yeah. like, this is so common now that even if they do figure this thing out, find a way to squeak in, I value that because we've seen Jonathan Quick, the LA Kings. We've seen teams as the eight seed, the Montreal Canadiens last year. Who would have thought they, now they're blowing it up because they didn't like the direction of the team. And St. Louis with Barubi, we 
we've seen them go from worst to first. So it's possible. But I just think if this is what we're going to get year in and year out every yeah. year, at some point, just everything, and I mean everything, needs to be honestly looked at. But then my emotions get pulled through when I see them start winning games, and I go, oh, should I have said that after the 10th loss? Probably not. I let the emotions get the best of me because there was a time where I'm thinking, if you're the Flyers and you keep losing these games, do you ask him? Where yeah. would you like yeah. to go to try and win that Stanley Cup? Sure. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's only fair to him to what for what he's done here. And I still don't think he gets enough respect for everything he has done. Uh, that's another thing we were going to bring up about him, time Bill Barber, uh, you know, in all-time points. I mean, that's, not, that's a pretty big pretty 100%. big deal, man. Like Next to Bobby Clark. Yeah. I mean, that's, I it's, it's not bad. And he's just crushing. It seems like every every week or every month he's, he's breaking a new record and whatever else he's doing, especially in the Flyers organization here. But, um, you know, I, I I can see it to to your point there, Broads. If 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 this keeps going on, getting closer to the trade deadline, I think they at least got to have that conversation with them out of respect. But I, I think right now is still too early. I mean, they're four points out of a wild card position. They're you know finally back to five hundred. Not that it's anything to you know to, to boast about, but they're they're moving in the right direction, and there's still what fifty two games left in the in the regular season. So um, with Ellis coming back too, which Ellis is a huge back. part of their team. You know, even though we've only seen about four, yeah, four games out of, but, but he we, carries a lot of you know, know important what? minutes and 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 can move the puck and you know if, yeah, add a guy like that certainly can improve your team. There's no question. Yeah, I agree. Especially look, the power play was miserable all year. Adding someone who does so much special teams work is important. And, and I'm going to be honest, I think Ivan Provorov has been disappointing this year. And we always know that when we see Matt Niskanen and when we saw Ryan Ellis for a limited amount of games, you know, the impact of a number one with Provy is very important. And you mentioned yep. Sandheim's game. Sandheim's game has been incredible. And this is no knock on Sandheim. See, Sandheim's another one that got a lot of hate in this city. Sure. And I've always, he's got an unbelievable skill set. And he's, I, I still think he's raw at times but you can see when he's jumping up into the play yep. he's yep. making good decisions there but I will say if Sanheim is your best defenseman I think that's troublesome as a whole entire team and that's no knock on him I'm just saying you look around the league at some of these teams that yeah. have a lot like, he's not a number one D-man but I will give him credit for how great he really is playing right now so you know to that point adding Ryan Ellis back and hopefully that can help Provorov and then if Risto line in because the thing with Risto and, and Sanheim is it's funny in like a sarcastic way. When they're good, they're good. Yeah. When yeah. they're bad, yeah. they're bad. There's nothing in between. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like it's sloppy. Play. Yeah, it's like, what in the world? Or then it's Risto being Truba out there, knocking guys with their head down. Like yeah. You you never get this. But when they're on, I mean, they really do play well together. So it's an uncomfortable feeling because you just don't know what you're going to get each night. That's true. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you're right. You know, yeah, adding Ellis back, it just, it just like reinforces – their, their defensive core, you know, he, again, Provi naturally will have to, you know, he, he will be better just, just, just by being on the ice with Ellis, obviously Ellis's play, I mean, probably log close to 30 minutes. And, and then if, if, if Sanheim can keep up this pace up, then, then, then all of a sudden you got, it's a, it's a different animal, you know, then you're playing away from the net even more um, than you are right now in, in, in breaking the pucks out cleaner. So it's a, uh, I mean, everybody's been waiting for Ellis to get back. It's gonna, it's gonna improve the team, but it, but in the meantime, he's gonna win games. A, I want to ask you guys a question. Yes. I'm in a tough spot here, and it goes to, and it, it, I, I knew it was gonna play out this way to a degree. Maybe not as sloppy as it has been. 
But what do you do with the Keith Yandel situation? Because everyone's kind of going down the road of once that number's hit, and I don't want to put you guys on the spot, but I'm just saying, like, look, he's historically not been good in five on five. My expectations were not good five on five, and then he ends Produced up on the some power, power play. play minutes. But sure. here's the difference. You mentioned Ryan Ellis, and it's very important. Justin Braun's been really solid this year. Mm-hmm. Him being the six D-man and being with Keith Yandel as a stay-at-home D-man is a lot different than Nick Sealer playing a ton of minutes. He's a nice energy guy, yep. but for a long period of time, that exposes Keith Yandel even more, where if we get the solid play Justin Braun's doing on the first line, on the third pairing, maybe it's not as much of a problem, and that snowball effect from just Ellis not being here is significant to the Yan situation. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It's a it's a, it's a it's a great question because we've talked about this too. I mean, and we you know we met we met with Ghost while we we're in Arizona, and we had you know side conversations around. Essentially, I understand it lands up being a money issue. Why you have to get rid of your Ghost, and then you you get a guy like Yandel for for significantly less, but. You know, you know when when Ghost is high risk, high reward. At least there's like this energy behind it that he's trying, and you know there's like this effort, and there's like this this sparkle now and then, and all that good stuff. Uh, I don't I don't necessarily see that with with Yans, you know, and, and, and not that the, not that that matters. It's just don't be such a liability on the back end of it, um, and he's not producing, you know, uh, on power play. So I mean, I don't know how this plays out. It's just like there's some goals they just like scratch your head at like. Like, are you even, are you even like watching the, the play at all? You know, and are you like, just, just as, a, as not, not that I even played defense, but just like, you know, that, that, that natural reaction you'd have to certain plays around the net. Um, there's no urgency there. And that's, to me, that's like troublesome when you're, you know, when you, when again, when you're not, when you're not bringing on the other side of the fence. So that, uh, I don't know how this plays out, you know, yeah, yeah. how many consecutive games. Is, yeah. I know. I, See, I've never been in that spot. I was a, if I'm not playing 100%, I'm out of the lineup. If not, I'm sitting there next to the coach in the yeah. third period. Like, shit, you mean you didn't play on 950 you know? straight games, <laughs> banging yeah. it around like that? Uh, unfortunately not, but I could imagine with him, not that he, look, we're all athletes, right? We're on that ice, we care, but I can only imagine when there's no fear of if I'm going to play the next night or not. I, I mean, being relaxed is good, and he's clearly a veteran. He's been around forever, but yep. I'd have to imagine that, that, because you like the sense of urgency, the lack thereof he's not getting scratched or anything. No, who's going to be the ass? Yeah. It's going to be Mikey O to say, look, you're not the interim head coach. You're not playing. So I don't know if that plays a role. And and I mean, look, I think he's a good locker room piece. He's a good veteran guy and all, but it's just not working right now. That's easy to see. You're you're right, bro. If, if, uh, if he's getting points on the power play, at least, you know, the kind of offset some of the, the, you know, minuses, sometimes minuses are, they're misleading, but I would I would agree. Don't look at my stats. <laughs> but but uh, you know, I thought I just thought we would be getting more, and maybe we will. There's a lot of games left. Maybe you know, maybe just uh, things will start going the other way for him on the power play. But uh, yeah, that's a, that is a great question. What do you do there? Maybe, maybe you do need to be that guy and say, listen, like the streak's got to come to an end at some point, and 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 maybe and maybe that's the spark. That that you need out of him, I don't know, or maybe you need a John Torrello to come in and do that first game, and then <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, shake say. things up completely. But you know, it's it, it, at the end of the day, it is a business. It's not it's not about padding the record. You know, it's it's amazing feat what he's accomplished. I mean, that that's insane to to play that many games in a row. But you know, if again, if if you now that I see him more regularly than I did when he's out west, I can see how you can maybe you know be able to self preserve that that long because you're not really touching anybody. 
you're not getting engaged physically, you know, and you're just you're kind of just like holding space, I guess, sometimes. But um, again, if this is about winning games and, and, and ultimately winning championships, the, yeah, you have to get more out of him. And if that, yeah. if that, if that means having to scratch him, it's going to hurt his feelings or what. He's a big boy. He'll be fine. He's probably got the record. I mean, who, who cares at the end of the day? You know what I mean? It's, 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 a, it's love, a side point. Yeah, I mean, look, I wouldn't have the balls to do it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Call in the office. Yeah, we're going to talk to you, buddy. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Well, we'll see how that one plays out. But yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you, you, I mean, how much longer can you go like this? And um, you know, and especially when Ellis gets back, there's going to be probably a heavy yeah. conversation around around that. Probably helps too that they've, like we just said, nine out of the last ten points. Yeah, it's not as noticeable, maybe. Yeah, but like yeah, you said, that's, it, that's a good point. I mean, the whole team in general. I mean, look at the offense. Joel Farabee coming back. That kid's yeah. le- this kid is so legit. He's a he special, legit. special player, man. Yeah, so the, I mean, the speed, that's everything. The way that he works with that speed and all, and he's got amazing vision. He, he's such an awesome player. You know, there's some guys though, that I'm still looking a little bit more from. I think Travis Konechny's in this rough spot. I mean, he came out really guns blazing a few years ago, had that awful playoffs, and then uh, he's another guy like Lindblom where – He's got to play with the right people. And I think if, you know, and it's tough because if you have a lot of players that have to play with the right people, there's only so many right people to go around and then you kind of get stuck in this spot. So, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's tough to to kind of figure out. Cause I'm thinking of that top six, and you can do so much, and you can think about if you're trying to figure out how to get TK going and this and that. You know, can you move Giroud to this to keep him at center instead of the wing, and that opens up versatility to kind of have guys playing with other people and whatnot. I mean, I'm just looking for answers, just like anyone else. When they were struggling to score, they were doing it at such a low rate that just like with them losing games, you'd have to imagine at some point it gets a little better, and just naturally when your power play gets. better, better you score more goals yeah. and then that transitions into your entire game so yeah. you know just looking for answers and uh i mean i like g obviously way more at the wing at this point in his career i'm just saying if i'm looking to try and get other players going the Lindbloms, the jbr just moving guys around lawton you can try him at center try him at wing just get all crazy with it at this point and see what kind of flows to get some fellas going and um you know i think there was a line the other night it might have been law in uh, it was the game where I, who did they beat that one? Uh, I forget. I was at the the game. I forget who it was, but uh, I think they tried Law in Couturier and TK, and there was some buzz going with them. And you know, you just kind of try different things to to get some of these players going. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And you know, you know, that being said about TK, I, I do agree he has another dimension, possibly two or three. Uh, but since uh, AV has been gone, thanks to Baller and our stats here, uh, he has he has squeezed out seven apples. So he is he is he is becoming a little bit more involved. But I, I do agree when he's gone, he's buzzing, he's he's scoring, he's exciting. You know, I he, think uh, he's find that dimension. He yet. can, and and he's he's a guy that you have to just as a coach, you have to leave him alone and let him skate around and be a prick. And get under guys' skin, which that wasn't always allowed. I don't know if that's the word allowed, but I know he got shit a lot. And it kind of TKs that player where he he needs to be involved in the game. He needs to be chirping like Broads used to fucking fly around, chirping guys, a little stick here and there. <laughs> Dominating at Hollydale. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was like that until I started wearing the visor. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. Did it change? Real quick. Well, then I shut up real quick. <laughs> but TK, T, TK's got to – he's got to be involved in the game. And uh, the more involved he gets, the more 
chippy he is, the better he plays. And um, it's just, I think it's a matter of time for him to, once he buries one, I think it's going to hopefully open up the floodgates anyway. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. When he just threw seven apples my way, I, I thought, I saw that the other day, actually, and I thought to myself, they're not loud, though. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. when Giroux hits Cam Atkinson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, You're we, right. We know how the league works. So sometimes you get right. that secondary. It's like, hey. Yeah, yeah right. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Look, I mean, he doesn't make plays out there. He definitely does. But that didn't. when I watched those last X amount of games. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not like he jumps off the page. Mm-hmm. Right. 100%. Right. right. All right, bros. Well, we appreciate your insights. Any, uh, tell our listeners where to find you. I know you're all over the map on the social media. He's got it all going on. Oh man. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah. So, Broads Media on YouTube and Twitter. Broads eighty one on Twitter. Ninety seven five the fanatic on the weekends. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty basic. It's it's where we're at. I love it. Beautiful. I love it. I love the the headpiece today. It's a little different. It's a, it's a Lululemon head. Oh, oh whoa, you know whoa, whoa, little along Lulu. With the, along with the dry sense hoodie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got the joggers on too. It's, yeah. it's the full Lulu. And the, I actually, for the first time, and I'd say I'm an addict to Lululemon, as probably majority of us are, but I went for the, the five-pack of boxers for the first time. Oh, oh wow. How was that? Wow. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Highly recommended. Regs, you need you to gotta get a little on lemon that. on as a sponsor, uh, then. Yeah, I'll tell you, you what. Oh, you I've should. reached out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've reached, <laughs> reached out. I had to make my Instagram account a, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not just, it's not your basic now. It's like I'm a, uh, I'm a, an actual, not an influencer, but a brand account. I'm yeah. going through the stuff I need to go through. All right. All right. I think you should just do the show in the bru- in the Lulu briefs, that's it. Oh yeah, Just, I mean, well, hey, hey, listen, you talk about numbers skyrocketing. I don't yeah. know if your old lady's gonna like that too much, but yeah, it'll be alright. It'll be alright. <laughs> yeah, we can we might be able to work something. We're selling a lot of briefs, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I look at the uh, the the gender of what watches my show. You got ninety seven percent men, so I don't oh know if this yeah, is really okay. Be the greatest idea. In the maybe world. not. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, it could pick up the female side of things though. Well, you're right. <laughs> you may lose more diversity. You may lose yeah. the other. <laughs> you yeah. may lose some of the men. No, that's yeah, that's no that's, good. You're right. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I don't either. <laughs> Sorry, brother. All right, bro. It's appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Have a good day, Thanks, buddy. brother. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.